So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who built our businesses from the ground up, who spend our own capital, who want to make a huge impact on this world while creating a great income? Those are the questions we will answer in this podcast. My name is David Asarno, and welcome to Get Naked in Business. I'm glad you're here. Now it's time to get naked. Hey, this is David Asarno. I am so excited to be here with Henry Friedman. (laughs) I met Henry 28 years ago when I was 22 years old, and Henry happened to be my first client. In fact, on the drive over to meet you, Henry, my boss at the time said, I just want to let you know that the last rep who was with the company 25 years ago is no longer here because he couldn't handle Henry. Can you believe someone would say something like that? But uh, he's a, he, he has a Yiddish cup, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't know that. You didn't know that at the time. That's right. And so, Henry, I, first of all, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to be here with us today. It, it's such an honor. No, I, I told I would get gratuity like a million dollar check. The million dollar check? Yeah. A million yeah. ruble check. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Yen. <laughs> yen. He wants a million yen. Yeah, that's right. And so, Henry, when I, let's fast forward. So, one of the things that, I, I wrote about you in a book, right? <laughs> so, I had an opportunity to, so what happened is, I, Henry, after Henry retired, I literally was with you for one year until you retired. And I looked you up. And I found you through your son. That's right. And I at called the, at the CNN Center. At the CNN Center. So after you retired, you used to call me up and say, "Hey, Dave, can you come over and help my son with his computers?" That's right. And we lost touch over the years. And about five months ago, four months ago, I called up, and you called me right back, and we saw each other face to face. And one of the things that I gave you was this book. I wrote a chapter in this book about you, and and tell tell me what you remember about the chapter. I remember the chapter that uh, that when you gave it to me, the beautiful bookmark wasn't there yet. The, the beautiful bookmarks weren't on there yet. Uh, that's right. But I remember reading you the chapter in the book, and you're like, "That's not me. I didn't do that. That's, that's not me. true." Exactly. So the funny thing about it is, when we have two stories that happen. One person has one memory, one person has another. That's right. My recollection was that I used to get these wonderful phone calls in the morning at about 6.30 in the morning, and it was said, David. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. ring. David, are you awake yet? Of course, Mr. Friedman. I need a cup of straw. I need a box of straws. I need need cutlery. Can you go to Conyers and get them for me? Yes, Mr. Friedman. And then I would bring them to the warehouse, and that went on for months and months and months. And one of the things that I appreciated that you did was you were tough. You, you, weren't, you were going to make me work and earn your respect. Exactly. I'm still tough. You're still tough? This is very tough, right? T- tough exterior with a soft inside. I don't know. I, like I, I'm the strong man. There's nothing inside. <laughs> so the people who watch our podcast are people who are entrepreneurs, they're business people, they're salespeople. What are some of the things that over the years when you 
were working with people calling on you that you looked for? I was looking for honesty. I was looking for people to willing to work hard because it's nothing easy in his life. And I have to trust somebody before I open up and, and even just to start a conversation. I need to know that is the, the mind in it and they're willing to, to work hard and not to take things for granted. I don't, don't like to, I hate lazy people and I want people to, to work hard and be honest because life is not easy. Tell me more about that. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's my favorite word. I don't know. And uh, I like, I like honest, honesty in people. And uh, Tell me some of your favorite memories when, when you were in corporate America. This was when I first came here and I became a house painter. I was afraid of, of heights and I, we were painting in a, in, a, in a place maybe 40 feet high up and was shaking like a leaf. And the only solid thing I was holding on to the handle of one paintbrush because, because I just didn't, didn't fall down. But anyway, that, that was my first memory. But rapidly, things became quite fortunate. I established myself and I married and everything falling in places and I don't know no regret, not one second of regret of my lifetime. I feel like I accomplished, accomplished a lot and I, no regrets. One of the things that when we were together last time you talked about how grateful you were and blessed you were for the life that you've had. Right. I mean, like many times I wake up in the morning and bless Almighty that how fortunate I am. I have nothing but wonderful memories. And from the beginning till the end, I just wonder, do I deserve it? Because like I said, I try to do my best to treat people the way I want to be treated myself. Now, you, ex you expected people to show up. You expected people to be truthful. You expected someone to I, do that consistently to prove themselves. Exactly, exactly. I, I don't like that people say something and they don't follow through. I can't stand when people take things not, not to respect somebody else. I want to be, I want to, I enjoy people who are honest. I, I like when people are working hard to try to improve themselves because, because uh, I do believe that after we, we, we go on that remember something, that I accomplished something, that something I'm proud what what I did. And uh, I'm very proud of myself that I treat people with respect that I want to 
treat people with respect and expect respect. I expect hard work. The end result that I'm very grateful for everything what happened. Now, when you, after World War II, you ended up going to Italy. Right. Now, did you speak Italian? A little bit. I mean, like, <laughs> like I said, if you don't use it, you lose it. But, but uh, the, the language was never an issue with me. Like I said, where I was born in Hungary, in Romania, Hungary. In Transylvania. In Transylvania. So uh, it's, language was never difficult for me. Like uh, I spoke many languages. So including Latin, Latin, and uh, the transition was very easy for me as far as, as language was. But then I arrived in Italy very shortly. I became almost, almost like an interpreter overnight. <laughs> and so when you went to Italy, what kind of job did you do? I was painting. I was painting. I was never too good to do nothing, but uh, I was able to able to make a living. I was doing stage painting in, in theaters, the background, the stage, and like I said, uh, I was able to fool fool people, but able to to do earn, earn a living. I was painting stage painting. I was uh, painting uh, a placard, which I was able to to sell to different or organizations. And like I said, that uh, making placard and I was making it quite professional looking. And like I, said, I was able to to write in Hebrew, and I was able to to make a living that that way. Now, how many years you? What year did you come to the United States? 1950. In 1950. I remember. I left in Atlanta in 1950, and uh, my recollection was was a wonderful place, but I always remember that we, we went to. I think it was a. Beaufort Highway, Lawrence Highway, it was a lake. And I don't know what sticks out in my mind that uh, went to the lake. And when they left at the lake, it was a big sign, no Jews or no Jews are welcome, no blacks or Jews are welcome on this lake. This was 1950. And this, I, I will never forget. But thank, thank Almighty that things changed in more than one way, politically, financially, that uh, it became easier. Uh, a Jewish person uh, in a bank, I could address more than like a, a teller in a bank, in an insurance business, no Jew was able to achieve a career higher than a teller, uh, 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 like 
no agency was given to a Jew, but it was a name of by name of Weinstein, the founder of National Lima, who made things change. And then, like I said, thank all my dear because because anti-Semitism was very, very hard all, all my life. And the United States kind of changed overnight. You didn't expect it when you came here, though, did you? Or did you? Right, right, I didn't expect But for matter of fact, for some reason, I didn't believe. I kind of smiling, thinking back. I never, I didn't want even apply to social security because I never believed that I would attain longevity. And uh, like a United States was a, was like a mecca, it was a, a paradise for me. And it became a paradise for you. It is a paradise. Like looking around, it is a, a beautiful home. It's like a, I'm still dreaming. Well, you're you're more than dreaming. You're here with me. <laughs> Looking, it's like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so you came here and you met the founder of National Linen, and, and and they gave you an opportunity. They gave me an opportunity, right? What did you? What was that first opportunity? Uh, the opportunity was that uh, I was able to to reap the benefit of a rich life to reap the benefit, to advance myself, the opportunity to become a productive individual. And to contribute. Exactly, that's right. And you worked hard. Let me put that other way. I was able to fool people <laughs> that think that I was working hard. Did I fool you that I worked hard? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I learned from the best then. <laughs> like I said, that, uh, I don't, don't uh, regret whatsoever. I feel very, very blessed, even today, like every day. When you say that you got an opportunity to, to live a rich life, what does that mean, a rich and a wealthy life? What does that mean to you? At this time, right now, I don't have to worry about tomorrow. And uh, not too many people in this world is able, some people that are worried about how I'll, how I'll make the next day, I will be able to, to earn enough money to feed my family, able to pay my taxes. I, do, I don't have that, no, worried nothing like that anymore. I feel like very fortunate, like us. Like I said, I reap the benefit of, the, of a long life. And you've had an opportunity to touch a lot of people's lives. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that brings me a pleasure. It's much better to, to give than to receive. It's much better to give than receive. Exactly, that's right. Well, you and your and your wife Sherry used to work a lot in in helping people, whether it was the African American community or giving back. 
she in particular did a lot. Yeah. She, she done, she's done more than me. And like I said, uh, she was a big part of my life. That uh, she was very, very active in more than one way. And, but uh, every, anyway, like I said, there's a beginning and end of everything. But the main thing, the journey from the beginning to the end, what happened in between from, from the beginning and the end. What advice would you give to someone who's just starting out, maybe in their 20s or their 30s, and they're... The, 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 the advice, work hard. Life's not easy. And harder you work, you reap the benefit of it. And uh, later on, there is a, there's a pleasure what you give. But a father is much better to give than to receive. So give to others. Exactly. And right. one of the things that I see so many times is mo many people quit right before they're going to have success. They, they do work in a sprint, and they don't work that extra amount in order to achieve whatever it is that they want. You have to overcome that, that hurdle. Don't stop. That you, you fell, you reach the top. You get over that and just keep going and keep going. <laughs> like the, like the energized bunny, <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> keep going and going and going. Exactly. And, going. and that's what I, success means. Just keep going and more you give, more benefit you reap. The more you give to others, the more you benefit you reap. That's right, right. When you look back over your life, what are a couple of your greatest mo greatest moments, whether it's your work, family, what are some of your greatest achievements, I should say? Family, family. F family means everything. Family, when you are full, you got everything. Without family, life is kind of empty. What other advice would you want to give to someone who is watching this? They, they're getting started in their career or they're already having success. And, and sometimes they're having a lot of financial success, but just because someone has financial success doesn't mean that they're happy. What should they do? The number one, honesty is very, very, very important. But keep going, keep going, keep going. Just, just never stop. And uh, there's always a place when you, can, when you can help somebody else. And helping somebody else gives you more and more pleasure. It's, uh, there are always needy people in this world who are not as fortunate as I am not as qualified mentally or financially. And I kind of repeat myself, it's much better than to give than to give than to receive. And giving gives me a big, 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 big pleasure. One of the things I always tell people is to give without the expectation of anything in return. It's much better to give and not to 
think about giving it back. Now, I have a, a, a daughter who's 22 years old and a son who's 19 years old. What, kind of, what would be the best advice that you would give me that I can give to my children? Unconditional love. Unconditional love. Because they deserve it. And uh, by loving it asks them to work hard. Because something comes easy to you, there's no value, nothing in this life means, means free. There's no such thing as free. Something always is, is connected. If you get back, it's, it's, a, it's a plus. But don't expect, don't even think that I want it back. Help anyway, like advice, financially, give them, and it makes me feel when I see somebody ask me for advice, that they able to help them, and it makes me feel better to give good advice for them to achieve something. Well, it's uh, to open up to you. I, I don't want the, like as it was a CNN center when you came to visit me. I don't remember how, how it was. But then anyway, you were always very, very positive. You played a very positive role. Well, thank you very much. That, that actually means something to me. So thank you. I expect a big, a big check from you. <laughs> On a serious level, it means a lot that that I made the impact on you. You did. Mm -hmm. You 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 were you're immortalized. When I had an opportunity, I'll tell you this story. When I had an opportunity, I was given a prompt. As far as you know, it, well, you could see the title, "The Diamond from Within." Right. So the title of the book was "A Diamond from Within." When I was asked to write that chapter for the diamond with within i was had to think of a story that related and after you worked at cisco food services and then after you retired and worked for your son for a very short yeah. period of time and i took you to lunch a couple times at cnn center i we lost touch and yet we never really lost touch because the year that we were together all the memories and the things that you were talking about today working hard we were oh, men mentally connected we were mentally connected working hard always go above and beyond do things that other people may not even expect you to do to prove yourself to prove your worth so that way others will give you an opportunity those are the things that i did all the time and it made me think back to the time i jokingly say and he really did say that you were a tough cookie and i never looked at you that way it's almost like the moment i met you i felt a, a connection I, there's something about you, and maybe it's because the, you had similar qualities to my grandfather, mm -hmm. that it was about working hard. It was about doing the right thing. It was not worrying about what other people think. It's Absolutely. always do the right thing. So from the time I s met with you, and then I met you one-on-one -on -one without my boss there, there's just that respect and admiration that I had for you, everything that you've done, what you had been through and, and, and achieved in spite of what other people could ever imagine that you could achieve, that I held you on this platform, that whenever I had, it, had to look at how would I deal with the situation, 
I would always look, if Henry was on the other side of the table as my first customer ever, how would I have, what would Henry expect me to do? So you set a standard for me when I was 22 years old that helped form who I became and enabled me for one company, I don't know if I ever told you this, for one company I grew a business that grew to $45 million for them. I grew after that an eight-figure business and obviously I have a very successful agency that gets to now help other entrepreneurs be success. And nothing can be built well without a solid foundation. That's right. And in my working world, you were my foundation. You helped me build that solid foundation that I've been able to build success upon success upon. So for that, I'm grateful to you. I'm waiting for a big check. I, I told you, I told you the check. <laughs> so thank you so much. I'm very, very honored. And like I said, my biggest pleasure is in lifetime when I look back that thing in my head that I'm a part of his, uh, he's come to a plateau when he's so successful. It's been a pleasure that I've been a small part of it. And that's how I feel about you. Well, thank you. One of the things that you, you think about this, we all, every person that we meet every day, every person that we have a conversation with, every person that we interact with, we really have, have an opportunity to change the shape of their life going forward and, and how we communicate and how we interact with them. That's right. And don't look for petty things. See the goodness in the individual. Don't look, don't look for a fault to recognize the goodness and to be more positive about it because I feel like the life is the the cup always half full and not half empty. See the, the goodness in the individual. Don't, don't, criti don't criticize. Don't look for the fault. And see how I can get that, that individual to be a better one. And that's like I said, I may repeat myself. It give me a, a big pleasure to look back that I was a small part that I was able to to make them the person a better one because that makes me feel better. Like I, it's much better to, to give than, than to receive. Absolutely. So thank you again, Henry. My pleasure, my pleasure.